0: Blue! We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We are more than just balls and strikes and outs and safes. Listen in for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on a baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue! The Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar Group of Podcasts on the Belly Up Network. Well, all right, welcome to Hey Blue Number 8, the uh, umpire's podcast for an umpire, by an umpire, uh, for this November the 8th, 2022, right, when I start recording, something comes up online for, uh, for uh, Belly Up Network, which we're a part of for the 1420 Sports Podcast. But that's another story the another day. I guess I could have avoided it and and not talked about it, but uh, it's a good segue into staying, you know, trying to stay focused or everything else. But anyways, uh, Hey Blues brought to you by Plate Crate. Uh, Plate Crate, bring the gift of baseball right to your door monthly. Um, Few days ago, I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday. Doesn't much matter. I posted on uh, on Facebook on a couple different uh, umpire um, umpire pages and accounts, whatever whatever you want to call them, about why people um, stay in the game of umpiring after all these years. Whether you're a, a seasoned vet like a couple of people who uh, who responded, or or a new guy, what 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 keeps people going out? Uh, year after year week after week and uh, you know sometimes it can get a little bit uh uh, a little bit much at times i'm not talking about the negative stuff i'm just talking about the day-to-day grind about being an umpire and having a full-time job or you don't have a full-time job or or just not wanting to go out and uh you know sometimes your your legs get a little bit sore your back gets a little bit sore and everything else and i asked what why people uh Kept going out on a, on a, on a day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year basis to, uh, umpire, uh, and officiate this great game of baseball game that I've loved, uh, for as long as I can remember. Um, and it's, it's got a lot of great answers, a lot of a wide variety of answers from umpires young and old, like I said, uh, they ran the gamut, but, uh, What I found out that the people who did respond uh, were quite enthusiastic about umpiring. Still, I guess the reason why they're enthusiastic and you know, they're enthusiastic about umpire. They're not on a, they're on an, uh, uh, they're on a umpire Facebook account or Facebook page. I'm like, I guess if you're signed up for those, you're not anti-umpire, which is a, a good thing. We don't need those people uh, chiming into what we're talking about because sometimes the uh, umpire chat can get a little bit dorky, and a little bit goofy, and rules interpretations. And you, you're trying to read what the guys uh, talking about when they're asking a question and what we think and they think and trying to convince each other sometimes what the uh, what the call was was. But anyways, uh, I actually wonder if there is an umpire, an anti-umpire account. There's got to be somewhere. Maybe I'll I'll do that for a, a show in the future, uh, and we'll discuss that if uh and have, have a good laugh about anti-umpire facebook pages because there's a lot of vitriol throughout the world not just an umpiring but the vitriol throughout the world people talking about uh anti this and anti that so like i said i'm sure there is an anti-umpire page but i posted on an umpire page starting to ramble there a little bit it does happen now and then but uh like i said there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great responses and a lot of uh good Good responses that came out, and a lot of things that, uh, that that were positive, and that's what we're trying to focus on here in Southern Alberta is to to re- remain positive, to try to get uh, some some younger guys involved in the game, to try to get the older guys who maybe left the game, like I did a, a couple of years back. I got back into it after a, lo- a long hiatus, but we'll uh, talk about that in a second. But that's the one thing that we, uh, when John Galante from the Tri-State Lead Umpires Association, or he when he, when he was on, he uh, basically we got to start stop talking about the negative of umpiring the negative officiating because um you know there's a lot of positives that happen throughout a throughout a day throughout the the, tournament throughout a season and uh yeah the 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 really bad ones make the news the really bad ones make cnn or fox or facebook or twitter or whatever um it it gets out there pretty pretty hot and heavy they don't uh, just do a, a game on a saturday afternoon at uh spit stadium here in lethbridge or wherever uh, that those ones never get covered negative negativity breeds negativity and that's one thing we have to really try to to stay away from but anyways like i said when i was approached to uh get back into the game of baseball um it was a, a uh, late september day uh geez 2018 and i was uh, had a couple of pops uh, some of you know the story some of you don't but uh, i was uh before a hockey game i ended up standing right beside a guy i hadn't seen uh too much over over the years but he was a uh, umpire legend in this area he passed away due to covid complications uh, a couple of years back but uh he uh asked me out of nowhere if i was interested in getting back in the game i said no no been too long we've been it'd been uh, 19 years at that point i was like ah, i'm good i'm good i'm good anyways had a few beers. Got anyway it's a long story short. I got I got back in umpiring that night. We had a handshake agreement. Me and Mitch did. He uh we he had to twist my rubber arm a little bit. I think all he had to do was ask. I, I would have gotten back in years before. But anyways, uh got back into it. And a uh, couple days later when I finally uh thought about what i agreed to i uh it got got me thinking about uh the good memories that came across my mind and how much i did love it and how much i did miss it and uh when i went went to go to uh to go to baseball games whether they they were major league baseball games minor league baseball games wcbl uh college uh, summer league games whatever it was because i'm still a baseball dork through and through i always found myself watching the umpires because that was my uh my one true passion, in, well, I got a few, but my one true passion in life was umpiring and I forgot about it. But then when I got, got thinking about getting back in the game when it was official that I had this handshake agreement with Mitch that I was going to do it, it uh, it got me thinking, it got me pretty excited about the whole thing that uh, that I was getting back into it. I was getting back into something I loved. And then I got, went, got online and started going through equipment and everything that changed and it didn't have the old Rawlings one one piecer anymore and the the Cooper shin pads and the plus pause shoes the whole bit and the 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 jerseys had changed the pants had changed and a lot had changed. I mean it's still baseball, still balls and strikes and outs and safes and box and obstructions and all that kind of stuff. But just how the little things had changed, uh just with the uh, uniforms in general. And I got really excited about that. Um getting back on the field and doing that uh i didn't really didn't want to seem too ridiculous on when i was buying everything new because i had to buy everything pretty much brand new again i didn't have anything really left over from when i got out of it just uh just things had changed i i'd grown a little bit i got a little bit different uh but i had to go out and get all this new stuff and that got me really excited and i uh bought a bunch of stuff i went out and bought uh Two pairs of, well, four pairs of pants. I'll I'll tell the story. I screwed up, and I I didn't know there was such a thing as charcoal gray as of yet. Uh, That's how much I didn't pay attention to pant color when I was just sitting in the stands having a few beers and not really paying attention. Like, I watched umpires a lot, but I didn't uh, pay attention to what they were wearing a whole bunch. So, of course, me being dumb and didn't, didn't ask anybody, I brought... I bought the old, uh, Heather grade non pleated pants first. And then I looked at, I was watching some spring training games. I said, these aren't the right kind of pants. So I had to buy some charcoal ones. So if anybody wants some Heather gray pants, I have them downstairs here at the, uh, the, uh, 1420 world headquarters, uh, down in the Yankee Tavern. If you so if somebody wants some, uh, he, some Heather gray pants, 34 waist and uh, really long legs, uh, they more than you just I'll give them to you just uh I'll just send me your address if you want those pants you can have them and bought but jerseys and and hats and the, and a bunch of stuff different color jerseys about American Legion stuff I was getting really excited about it and then I got thinking about the, the the fun stuff about being on the field and the stuff that I missed and then as we uh, as I was getting closer to my first game uh first games uh I guess in medicine hat uh I got thinking about the, the how fun it was going to be, but I got thinking about what maybe I didn't, I didn't know, or I, I forgot to do because I didn't take a clinic and I should have work gotten way and I didn't get around to taking a, a clinic, but I thought oh, I could still do this. It's, how hard could it be? It's still baseball, right? I, I was, uh, pretty good at it back today I took I went to the umpire academy back in 1997 the Jim Evans school and uh so I started watching games a little bit and, and thinking about different situations And I, I was getting really excited to get back out there uh the night before me and Deanne went for dinner uh and I got smile I was smiling ear to ear and she was really happy for me and I, I knew exactly what I was going to do when my first I was we was a doubleheader for a legion tournament in Medicine Hat, and I had a, a leverage team with with uh, coaches that I knew um, that were still involved in it from when I was involved in it uh, in, back in the, in the nineties. It's funny when you say nineties, how that's uh, that's twenty that's twenty five years ago now, kids. Hey, eh? it's a long time ago. How that time flies. Uh, well not 25 but 25 since 1997 and it's funny how the the the, uh, the time flies and you're having fun but anyways I got I I got knew what I was going to say when I got behind on plate and I was going to say let's have a good good game gentlemen let's have some fun I still say to this day every time I have a plate game and I get back there and I I really I really enjoyed this day but I, I remember thinking about how great it was going to be the night before um got a good sleep Properly hydrated the whole bit. So I went out there. I uh, was with a guy by the name of Brian Stair. Didn't know him from Adam. I talked to him, t- talked with him via email a couple of times. So he, uh, I asked if I could be part of the, the thing. I, I got a hold of him. I think Mitch got a hold of them. There was some cross reference. Like, yeah, he can, he can go out there and do it. So Brian Stair, uh, we had a great couple games in Medicine Hat. One was with Lethbridge, like I said. Uh, a lot of fun. Went out without a hitch. The sun was shining. It was a fantastic day. Uh, the I had a nice handshake. Uh, uh, reunion with a couple of guys that I hadn't seen in a long time from, from my uh, uh It was fantastic. I was in the base of the first game and th- the best part of it, I thought for me was, uh, just being out there and having uniform on and being a part of it. Uh, it was, I know it's just American Legion is 16, 17, 18 year old kids. It's not the big leagues, but just being a part of it and being out there and then um, having the, the conversations that you, that you had, it was, it was fantastic. I, uh, even after my plate game, the second game, I had a, a guy knocked on the door to uh, he, he, come and said hey he was came to talk to brian but he he looked at me and i remember him from years ago he didn't i don't think he remembered me much but a guy by the name of wayne wayne schlosser from medicine hat he complimented me on my strike zone so it was good tight not like consistent but consistent i was like hey that's a that's a pat in the back like you don't hear that very often especially after 20 some years it was it was good to hear that and that's kind of the things that uh positive reinforcement that kept me going out uh So I guess I still, I guess at that point, I guess I thought I still had it. And, uh, so I was really enthusiastic about it, but the, the, uh, just being out there. And I think that's something that we really have to try to, uh, to get out there is it's get people to think about the the positives of it and, and maybe remind them why they should go out there or what they originally went out there for. Um And it's, it's, it's such a great thing. There's nothing like being on the field, the green grass, the sunshine and the uniform on uh being in the middle of everything. Uh, just, you know, when you're on the bases or on the plate and yeah, if you're doing a Legion game or a, or a high school game or whatever it is, uh, Juco, uh, NCAA, whatever it is, as an amateur, uh, to be out in the middle of the game. If you if you loved it, and if you, you if you played it at some point, or if you umpired it, and you, you left for a long time, it, we got to remind people what what they got into it for in the first place. And I, I I'm fairly certain that nobody got into it with the thoughts of being rich or getting rich or maybe some had the thoughts of going to the big leagues, but those, those ideas can get squashed pretty quick. Um, you you have to go to umpire school at a pretty young age and get picked out of a, I'm not, if you, if you're going to be an umpire and you listen to this, I'm not saying don't, I don't do it for that. Like, don't, I'm not saying do not get into umpiring at a younger age and, and, uh, and, and think you can't get in the big leagues because people do, but it, it's a tough, it's a tough slog. and We'll talk about that on, on another Hey Blue at some point very soon, but, it's the the, the the great conversations that really don't mean a whole bunch that you have with people say if you're on the bases you talk the first base coach you talk with the first baseman you have this, these useless conversations that don't really amount to nothing but it's just it's it's nice to be a part of a conversation because uh the older you get the less of those conversations that you do have and you and even younger kids they could probably they can probably uh they can probably attest to this too, that the conversations that you have with other human beings that aren't via text or via uh, Snapchat or whatever the kids are doing now is Snapchat even a thing anymore. I don't, I've never done it. So I, it's just one of those things, but those conversations that you can have on the field are great. And it's not a whole bunch of fanfare and you're leaving the field and the game, the game's done. And hopefully you don't have a, a situation where people are yelling and screaming at you. Cause it doesn't happen very often. I, I mean, I, I've had it, once or twice in the in the four years since I've been back and and uh, and it was uh, basically Bud Light umpires after the game anyway so they didn't really have a bunch to say but I guess when you get a bit older you don't have that situation but in general that the positivity that comes out um you know you get the the odd player parent coach saying things uh but it but it's usually saying thanks and they're usually saying, Hey, good, good job. Thanks. We'll see you again tomorrow. We'll see you again next week or, or we might never see you again. And the handshake after a game from, from maybe a, a catcher who goes, Hey, you had a good, good job back there. It's those little things that we got to reiterate and positive reinforcement and get guys out and, and, uh, f- and get uh, reasons why they originally went out there and and had a good time doing it. And and the things that they love doing it, like I said, putting the uniform on and being a part of it. And then now that I do WCBL games and CCB games and, and, uh, going out and and having the opportunity this past summer to do the all-star game in, uh, in Okotoks and having 6,000 people there in the final game for the WCBL this year, having 5,000 plus there and the crowd chugging tugboat or or chanting tugboat, tugboat. And uh, being a part of the situation is great. And if we can get kids to uh, maybe understand that you can, you don't have to be on the field as a player and there is an opportunity to be out there as a, as a, uh, as an umpire to be a part of these big situations, be part of the game long-term. It's uh, something that we really got to start pushing, pushing up on people. Um, you know, you go out there and we sat in the dressing room, like I said. And Wayne Schlosser come in and he said, "Hey, good, good job out there." And me and my partner sat there, like we didn't know him very well at all. Like we 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 bonded during the the, the two games that we did. But we sat there and we just kind of smiled. We knew, we knew we had a good, uh, we did a good job. And we we whatever money that we did make, I don't even know what we were getting paid at that point or if we were getting paid at that point. I didn't care a whole bunch because I knew I, I I was having fun and doing something that I, I'd been out of for a long time. And it was a a, a great great time being out there uh doing it and, and getting the calls right and uh and you know i'm sure i was in out of position a little bit here and there and there were some things that maybe i missed being out but uh i mean we all do to to this day we no matter how good you think you are you, you get bit in the ass a little bit but uh being out there on the field is such a great, a great, great thing. And that's something that I hope that people can, can reiterate. I mean, you're, you're going to have partners that, that make a mistake. You're going to have yourself making a mistake, but I think the biggest thing is that we need to really um, more and more positive reinforcement out there with the young umpires, with the old umpires, because we're, we're, we're we're the only friends we got out there. Uh, I had a situation later that first year where I almost uh, packed her in. I almost quit. I I there was a I uh I'm not going to lie I I screwed something up I did 100% I screwed up a rotation three man uh three man situation got the calls right it was fine but it just it looked bad uh and as soon as I I did it I knew that I made a mistake and I shouldn't have been where I was um the, it didn't have an outcome in the game there's probably only three three people who knew that the situation was wrong that was me and the other two umpires I, it was my fault completely um and after the game got in the dressing room and I um, I said like I apologized for it thoroughly. I said, yeah. As soon as I was up there, I knew that I shouldn't have been there, and I said, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and they didn't say much about it afterwards. But then a couple days later, uh, they these this uh, the one gentleman he uh, he had a little bit he had a little, a little bit of time to stew over it, I guess. And he let me know how bad I was and this and that and the, the whole bit. I don't want to focus on the negative, but uh, it was I was ready to pack her in right there because I did something that not that I'm a snowflake by any means. People who know me, I am a pretty straight shooter, and I I can give it and I can take it. But that wasn't something that I signed up for. Uh, you know, to come out and be berated as a forty whatever year old man at that point. I, I didn't think it was. Uh, it's, it's more the delivery than than, than the uh, than the message, and that was uh, something that I didn't really appreciate a whole bunch. And I almost I almost packed in right then and there I wasn't going to go out and do the game but I thought ah, I'm here might as well go do it had a nice chat with with Deanne afterwards and I, yeah, I said well we we, we chatted and then I I was uh, on a game a few days later we uh, out in Brooks Alberta with uh, Mitch uh, Mitch Ball and and Cody Nelson, uh, we knocked out of the park. We had a game, an hour, I'm not taking any credit for it. Uh, game was hour 48 minutes long, nine inning game, one nothing, great pitching, uh, the whole bit, and uh, saw some faces I hadn't seen in a long time, and I got a uh, a little pat in the back and a, a high five and a bump slap after the game and kind of some positive reinforcement. And I said, yeah, I belong out here. Yeah, I made some mistakes, something I can learn on, And uh, but it was. Uh, it's the delivery of when you do have a guy that can make a mistake, and, and trying to get, keep guys in the game. That's uh, that's just uh, that's that's important. And no, no matter how old guys are uh, or how young they are, it, it's a, the, the delivery of the message that you're trying to give. Uh, like I said, I'm not a snowflake by any means but the delivery and trying to keep guys in, and realizing why you're out there um, is is a, a plus importance because uh it, it can it can be a tough a tough haul sometimes we don't know what's going on between that guy's ears at that at that moment before the game even starts. So it's one of those things how to we gotta we need to keep guys in the game we need to do to, to the, the enforcement and keeping guys going. Uh, I'm gonna go over a few uh posts that I got from some people that uh, that uh, reached out to me on the Facebook pages why they stay in the game, why they're they're part of it. Uh, I actually, I just got a message not too long ago before I started recording from a gentleman by the name of Landon Mears, and here's uh, what he said. I do it for the kids mostly. I started recruiting and teaching teens so that the younger kids would have an umpire on their games. And now I have a solid and ever-growing crew of high school students that enjoy taking the field as an official when they don't have their own games to play. I find value in getting teen- teenagers on the field to help the younger ones Will one day be in their position. I have no other connection to the leagues, and I hope other, I, I that I help others and to keep uh, kids playing America's game. Uh, perfect, perfect analogy. I got a lot of guys that, that that say they they're in it for the kids. They're in it for the kids a lot because without without umpires, it's just practice. And, and that's just what it is. So, so you, we need umpires and to, to keep guys in the game and know they can be a part of the game. It's huge. Uh, John Chapman, he says he's a district little league umpire strictly. He do it. Be, he does it because he loves spending time with the guys. I have a core that has been together for many years. Uh, funny you guys should say that because, uh, um, uh, uh, partner of mine and do many games with him throughout the season. Uh, as you get older, you don't have a, a bunch of uh, buddies you hang out with. Started to do that a little bit more here in which we're, we're trying to get the guys together a little bit more for a, a beer on Sundays. We try to break away from the wives and everything else and the kids and just go for a couple of pops and and BS about what's going on in our lives with something we, t- t- we we got away with because c- of COVID and everything else. But uh, Brandon Over, he said, yeah. Other than other than uh, the umpires, I don't really talk to my buddies anymore. So it's kind of something that uh, like with John Chapman, he uh, he reiterates himself um kyle dorsey says i love the game especially the kids there's always in my mind something i can do better at so a bit of a personal challenge and he enjoys his fellow officials that's one thing that i love too about being an umpire is that you you know you you make a call or you do something and you 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 got it right in your head but geez you don't really know and and then you you have a nice chat after the game with your partner about where you could have stood what i could have should have what I could have stood. Is that even a statement where I should have stood, where I, where I could have stood, what, what I could have done, done properly timing. And it's those little conversations that you can have that uh, after the game that, that gets you being a part of a game. And then when you watch uh, baseball, I don't know how many guys who are listening to listen to this, Hey, blue podcast, how they, uh, when they're talking or when they're watching a game, if they're, they, they watch an umpire and see where they're standing, where their timings at, um, like maybe not so much in the big leagues, but when you watch a college game on TV or whatever it is, and um, what, what they would have done differently or something, they pick up and it's a lot of conversations that I have it drives Deanne nuts talk I talk about umpires so much when we're watching the game but uh it's 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 such a great thing uh last one here Randy I have a couple more Randy Gaston he said uh he's been um I've been a boy of summer since he began playing at the age of eight he played baseball till 18 coached till he was 57 became an umpire and for the past seven became an umpire for the past past 35 years at 70 now, baseball and softball umpiring has forced him to stay active and gives him something to look forward to. His, his wife asked him this year to slow down and smell the roses. He says, if old age is going to, to catch me, it better be running because I, I will be. He says it keeps him physically active, focused, and mentally active. Um, that's that's a great way of putting it because he uh, he gets out there week in, week out, and has a great time doing it, and it you know puts a few bucks in your pocket. You have a situation where where you can make a couple of bucks. You can be, be physically active. You can be around friends. And and uh, and other people the, and just watch the game of baseball and be, be a part of the great game of baseball, which we we uh, we mainly don't get a a chance to do. Uh, it's it's such a great game, and I think we need to really get away from the negative of it, the money side of it, and not be and not get too caught up in that. Because in big picture, that isn't going to go away. Uh, we aren't going to get rid of the academy lifestyle. We aren't going to get rid of the summer ball, the perfect games, the this, the that, and the other thing and the other thing. Uh, it's not my little league anymore. It's not your little league anymore it's, it's a lot different and it's it's just a different way of life but we as umpires we need to really put that stuff behind us not get too worried about it because we aren't going to change it we need to go out there remember why we love it why we're out there doing it and and have a and have a good time doing it cuz that, that that's why we originally went out there to do it was to be part of the game and and to go out and and do games again and I think we really really need to do that once again is, is get get the uh the fun back into umpiring and you know getting that feel when you put a when you put the uniform on again for the first time when you when you shine up your shoes again and you and you're looking a little bit uh, goofy in your uniform like some people think you are but uh, shining your shoes up and being out there and being proud to be a part of it it's it's such a great thing and uh, we need to get that back into umpiring uh, throughout i know there's still guys that that love it there's still guys who enjoy it there's still guys who 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 uh who benefit from it. There's there's people who uh... Don't get the negative on them at all. And for, for you, I commend you to get out there on a weekly weekly basis. Like a, I wish I lived in a situation where I could do it all year all year round. But um, as you some of you know, I'm I'm in southern Alberta right now, where it's going to get down to minus 25, minus 30 tonight, which is odd for this time of year uh, in November. But it's going to get cold. There's lots of snow on the ground, so there's there's no uh, outdoor baseball. We still have our clinic that we're doing here in Lethbridge on the on the weekends. But uh, it's it's a great great thing that we that you guys that that go out there on a weekly basis and have fun doing it and don't let the negative weigh you down because it doesn't do you any good. Um, Last one, D- uh, W. Bay. I think I'm pronouncing that right. B. E. I. J. Or G. H. Uh, he speaks of how he was a, a kid when he was playing. He remembers booze on the umpire's breath, and then his kids started playing, and he's just a bunch of family members in street clothes umpiring games. So he, he decided to make a change, taking clinics, uh, learning to be part of the of the solution instead of part of the problem. And for for guys like that that we need to commend that he's still out there. W. Bay, thank you very much for for your response. If I butchered your name, I'm sorry. Get back to me on the uh, on the the uh, We got all kinds of different social accounts. Um, Last one from Clark Morgan. He said, finally, he remembers himself as a young aspiring umpire. And anytime you may get frustrated or ungrateful, somewhere out there is a new umpire, just like I was when I was young, who would kill to be in my position. I remember a time when I thought working a varsity high school game would be cool. Uh, He never tries to forget that. So that's the uh, the big thing about about umpiring. Never forget why you originally went out there. Why you, you get going out there if you're young and it's your, your first year. Why you originally got got doing it, and try to get better on a daily basis. You're gonna butcher calls. You're going to to be out of position. You're going to make mistakes no matter what. Take the any advice you can get, and hopefully the the advice you get is positive reinforcement. Say, hey, maybe could you do, could do this instead, and uh, and do that. Mentors, make sure when you were telling your 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 uh, your cadets as John calls them uh, when, when they're making a mistake do it positively talk about the good things that they did not the negative things first because the negative will outweigh the negative uh, as we talk on election night down here in the, in the United States so there's a lot of crazy crap I'm sure going out on the on TV right now you know we got it up here in Canada no matter what side of the, the world you're on or what side of the debate you're on uh, you're, you're always going to have uh, five people arguing with you no matter what so um, just make sure you try to stay positive try to Blank out the negative. Don't don't pretend that, that the mistake didn't happen. But talk about the positive first, and, and that's very important. And young umpires, when, when you're out in the field, make sure you recognize when you did something right, and maybe write it down or give yourself a, a, a you know a pat in the back and a bum slap the whole bit, and uh, and and talk about how how great uh, being out there is because that's it, it. It is fun. It's enjoyable. Um, I mean, putting on the uniform is is a, is a great thing, and it's to be a part of it. I love it. I love every second of it shining up my my old plus pause shoes for those of you who don't know what plus pause shoes maybe google it tonight and uh they weigh about 20 25 pounds a piece it seems after a long weekend they get a little bit uh a little bit heavy but i'm gonna keep wearing those old birds and and uh keep trugging away and trying to get this this uh this umpire thing on the the right track a little bit here uh in uh, southern alberta we're kind of slack at lacking a little bit with uh with our enrollment but we'll uh try to stay positive. We'll try to go keep doing clinics as long as people keep showing up. If it's two people or four people or six, hopefully 10 people uh, start coming a little bit more and start learning how to do things properly. And then maybe you know in, in the process I, I i learned something as well not just about uh about the game of baseball but about human beings as well that's that's very important because at the end of the day we're just a, a bunch of guys and girls who like being out in the field who enjoy being a part of it and enjoy the game of baseball and uh it's the greatest game in the world you, you'll never convince me differently it's uh it's it's a lot of fun but like about like i've said before here on uh on hey blue the umpires podcast for umpires uh by an umpire it's uh, without umpires it's just practice so we got to keep going out there anyways uh we'll get back to you on uh, the tip of the week and uh, a little uh, little something else too are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting it's simple go to SeatGeek.com or the seat geek app They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420pod. That's 1420pod and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an off-season. Plate Crate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is the perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Plate Crate contains six to eight unique baseball items including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Plate Crate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Plate Crate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. All right, back to Hey Blue, the umpire's podcast for an umpire, or for umpires, by by an umpire, uh, brought to you by Plate Crate. Bring the uh, gift of baseball right to your door. Monthly apparel, training aids, gift ideas uh, for parents, coaches, and players alike. christmas is right around the corner uh maybe sign up for plate crate tonight there's uh, free tea involved blah 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 there's all kinds of things at plate crate it's on our social media accounts i'll repost it after the show uh this will be up it's tuesday night i'm going to brian adams concert tonight for all you uh for you people, my vintage, I'm 48 years old, Brian Adams in Lethbridge, Alberta here, going to that, pretty excited about that. For you younger people, you may not know who Brian Adams is, but anyways, should be a fun time here in Lethbridge, one of the bigger shows we've had since uh, the, the whole mess that we've been in the last couple of years. But anyways, uh, play crate. make sure you guys get, get your uh, subscription services today. Um, quick question before we get into the tip of the week. Um, what jersey do you guys prefer to wear? And please get back to me on this. Uh, if given the opportunity, I know some some leagues and and uh associations and the like, they have a, a certain color they want you to wear. I know in WCBL we only wear um the we have a black jersey uh, that, that's a league issue and everything else. Uh but uh, some some uh some associations they have the powder blues, some people wear jackets with sleeves, what some without or not Um so a quick question, uh what jersey do you guys prefer to wear? I want to know, get a little feedback with this. Have some fun with it. I'll put it up on the social media accounts. i going to get a Hey Blue Um uh facebook page and a twitter account the whole bit working on that there's a lot going on but and is there a color that you won't wear uh brandon Overg, who i spoke of earlier on he will not wear the powder blue which i quite like them i i don't they're not my favorite obviously black's not my but i quite like the powder blue it changes things up once in a while i think there's a little bit a distinguished old school look to it so the powder blues uh i, I don't mind them at all brandon i'm going to convince you to wear it to next summer at least once anyways Uh, Tip of the week this week, I got instead of a equipment tip, I just got a tip of the week and something that um, I run into as a little situation myself sometimes. Maybe it's a concentration thing. Maybe it's uh, uh, just rushing or whatever it may be. But uh, I noticed it a lot. When we started doing the clinics, uh, the out- outdoor ones with just plays at first base. When you're a, you got a guy, nobody on base, and it's just a play at first base. A ground ball going on, and uh, you, the the ball's hit, and you're going across. Uh, plays at first base. Uh, watch where you're taking your steps. This might sound ridiculous, and it might sound stupid, and I might sound dumb for for bringing this up, and it might sound sound amateur hour ish. But there's something that's to be said about taking your steps towards more towards second base when you're getting out there and, and you're taking your, your, you might only get two or three steps. You might get three, you know, not going past a certain point obviously, but make sure you're taking your steps more towards second base than towards the pitcher's mound. Uh, because all of a sudden you're too close and it happens also blowing up in front of you. And I, I, try to reiterate to the younger guys and older guys and myself that the reason why you want to stay back is because you never sit in the front row of a the movie theater. You always sit near the middle of the back, right? Cause it's easier to see and nothing, not everything's right in front of you. If you take too many steps towards, towards the mound instead, it's just, it's just that little angle difference that can, can make a, a world difference or how that play can, can blow up on you. And it's, it's something that's so simple because you're only getting two or three steps out regardless, but it's, it's how it's the angle that you're taking so it might sound a bit amateur hour-ish but it's something that's happened to me a couple times over the last couple uh, or last couple of times they never i never really knew how to say it until you stand back as an instructor and go okay here's why here's why here's why right so the repetitiveness of it all and make sure you're taking your steps away because it, it may not seem like a big thing but it, it, it's it can make it be a huge difference in you and how that play can blow up at your first base just that the angle that you're taking off you're stepping your pause read reacting and how you go off the line it can it can make a world of difference so that, that that's my tip of the week for uh for hey blue for the uh eighth day of november 2022 thank you everybody for listening to the show we've had a great response so far hopefully uh the the listenership keeps growing uh right across the united states and canada we got a lot of people listening to the show so thank you very much uh, on that note Got some, uh, got an idea for, uh, some stocking stuffers and everything else kind of, kind of happening well, for the, for, for Hey Blue. And, uh, we'll, we'll get those things out online right away here. And if you want to pur- purchase them, uh, some undershirts for sure that we, we want to get going with the, uh, a black undershirt with the Hey Blue uh, logo on it in, in a, uh, uh, a powder blue kind of situation. Cause once again, Brandon didn't want a powder blue shirt. They had to be black instead, but anyways, uh, Hey Blue, it's going great. The umpires podcast four umpires by an umpire we we love all the support we're getting we're going to keep going with this thing it's a great it's a i think it's a great idea for recruiting and having people on uh, i'm going to be a guest uh later on this week uh i recorded b- before alberta dugout stories, stories here in alberta canada it's a, it's a great uh, baseball podcast uh it was a it was a it was a bit of a shock that i got you reached out to me we had a nice converse- conversation conversation and hopefully that gets out in the very near future. But it's a great conversation with Joe McFarlane from Alberta Dugout Stories. That t- that'll that be out soon. Uh, and we'll keep putting the Hay the, the hey Blues out there. Also, we also have the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. If you listen to all kinds of sports and shenanigans that we, we put out a couple times a week, make sure you listen to that one too because we have a lot of fun putting it out there. Hockey and football and baseball, the odd NBA story, and then some uh, hard-hitting things like Would You Rather and Nozzle Not a Nozzle kind of goofy little things we do so make sure you guys are tuning into all, all the stuff that we put out there from the 1420 World Headquarters but uh, most of all keep supporting Hey Blue and spread the good word and uh, always remember everybody smart people bunt Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here